It's far too easy to fall back into the junk food habit. Oh, I got a live one here. another awesome segment for the junk food lunch break me and my co-host jay the fucking jedi ross here yeah yeah hey how you doing jay you know <laughs> all right so we'd like to introduce you guys to a very special guest lex noy who i teasingly call lex luther for some reason i don't know why maybe because his name's lex i told you that's kryptonite soup man little souvenir from the old hometown Exactly. Yeah. So, what's up, Lex? Nothing much, and uh, my last name is pronounced Noyle. Noyle. All right, so uh, thanks for the correction there, Noyle. A little spell check. It's, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. I get called like, I, they, always, they always mess up my last name during high school, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry about that. I didn't want to be back some bad memories there. It's all right. It's cool. It's cool. So for everybody that's listening, the last name is pronounced Noyle, like olive oil. If you have <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> Mr. Lex Noyle is also a fan of the media junk food on Facebook, and um, which I am very proud to have him as a fan because he's been very supportive of our Facebook page since day one. So I'd like to thank him for being on the show tonight. Woohoo! Welcome. Welcome. And of course, I had to bring back a fave of mine, Stan Kanoka, who is the owner of Nemesis Studios. And also the amazing husband of our friend and also makeup advice mistress. <laughs> Her name is Alicious, who you can also find on Twitter at Alicious, Tracy Kanoka. Hello, Stan. Welcome back to the show, man. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm good. Tonight's show is going to be called It's Superhero Bitches. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very unique title for the show tonight. Hell yeah. Sup, superheroes, bitches. We're going to exactly. get it on. So, I think superhero bitches is simply put, we're going to be talking about our favorite superheroes. So, I'm going to start with my boy Lex Noyle. What is your favorite superhero team, by the way? If you haven't. I do, and it's the X-Men. Go ahead, boy. Ah! <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. So yeah, have you be- caught the news about um, the all-girl X-Men team? Oh, yeah. It just, <laughs> it, it, just, it just blew my mind. I was like, wow. Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody, you know, it's kind of mixed. 
you know, reactions about the news, but I'm all for it, you know, not because I'm a girl myself, but because it's a, a whole unique turn. You know what kind of sucks, though, about it is they've, it's cool that, you know, they've put the badass ex-chicks together, and uh, the only real talk is the fact that it's still called X-Men. Which is kind of yeah, which is still right. which is kind of stupid because it's good. It's too bad that that's going to take away from what's probably. I haven't read it yet, but it's probably a badass story, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, the whole X Men thing for the whole all chicks team is kind of like yeah, a bit of a backwards thing to do, but yeah. Well, you know, the whole idea itself is still something everybody's going like, oh my god, I want to see how this turn out. I just hope it doesn't turn out to be a disappointment because you know Marvel been disappointing lately, so. Yes, they get they are. That's why I just stick to their movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we and, and movies. To be honest with you, everything I just thought of in my head for the X-Men females to be called, every single one of them was offensive. You've got a dirty, whorish mouth. That's what you have. <laughs> so I don't think I could make up either. So, you know, like, the traditional uh, X-Men team how? would do. Yeah. Offensive how, though? Like, you mean... Oh, my God. I just There's things you could say. The ex girls, ex chicks. I mean, you're gonna offend somebody along the line. I prefer well ex broads. <laughs> I don't like them. That's why they're exes. <laughs> Look out! It's the ex bitches coming, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Did not. See, I'm gonna have to go feminazi on your ass, Jack. There's nothing you can come up with that wouldn't offend. Some ex bitches or something like that. Yeah. And by me being a Marvel fan, I'm kind of I've kind of been a little bit behind on the titles. Um, I, I guess because of the whole like everybody's gonna die in every title thing, and it turns out they come back to like that shit kind of like upset me a little bit because it seemed like to be a, a huge gimmick these days for Marvel. And it's like okay, then like show us something that's less cliche. You know what I mean? Right. Hey, uh, I'd have to give it to them on Spider-Man. I mean, the whole superior Spider-Man thing. Now it's Dr. Octopus inside Peter Parker's body. That's that's a pretty bold move. You know? <laughs> well, they've already done everything else. Yeah. I mean, there's really nothing that you can write about that hasn't been written about before. Yeah. And, you know, there's this, all the stories that aren't used up. You just got to tell them in a different way. That's why you see so many Hollywood movies turning back to the old movies to, just to sell them. Now, yeah. is this a Dan Slott title, by yes. the way? Yes, yes. This, is, this is the one that all the big fuss was about with Dan Slott. This is the book, yeah. Yeah, he's been getting a lot of backlash on his Facebook page. But shout out to Dan Slott for overcoming that shit and sort of like, hey, you got to make some bold moves sometimes. And, you know, maybe it will work out for the best. You know, noob, stop hating. It's, you know, give this man a chance. It may turn out to be for the best. So, like, cut that shit out. Well, he's being badass about it. He's like, screw y'all. I write Spider-Man. I'm gonna and that's what I like Spider-Man. about him. He, yeah. he just simply gives a fuck you and moves on with everything else. Um, Yeah, I had um, a question for Mr. Lex Noyle about what's his favorite superhero team. You said it was X-Men, so that was pretty much a, a huge cookie point factor for me right there. Considering that, I had to ask you, um, what is your favorite um, superhero of the team? Like, do you like Wolverine, Cyclops? Like, what is your favorite? Well, it had to be it. Well, to me, honest, I like Wolverine, but another part of me like Beast because uh, he 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 really, I I really get to, I really like what he does for the team. 
Oh, well, yeah. You know, you know what? Everybody's got room for the underdog. You know, everybody's always rooting for the character that's up close, you know, up close and the one that has the most personality. And, you know, Beast, he's more of the intellect type. And, you know, sometimes the intellect type, you know, I mean, besides that, he's also like an, 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 an amazing kick-ass fighter. Like, if you see him in action in some of the comics, it's, it's like amazing. So He's been a big backbone of the X-Men for years, you know? Yeah. He has because he, you know, remember the um the Phalanx battle when X Men had to fight the Phalanx? That was his big turnout right there. Oh yeah, I, I loved it. I loved <laughs> Anybody that checks out the '90s X Men because that's what I grew up on. Same read, here. read that. Oh no, oh, there you go. Got another one there. I love the cartoons. <laughs> oh my God! I, oh. <laughs> I got I got the entire season. Oh, show. you guys amaze me every day oh. when I ha- see. This is the best guest on the show. With right? the Sentinels, big <laughs> 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 ass robots. Yeah, oh my I like, God. I like and that. By sport. the way, do you guys think that they're gonna have the Sentinels in um, X Men Days? They have to. They have to. Yeah, they have to. yeah because have uh, to. The, the Sentinels are are their most uh their most uh eaten evil enemies that they faced because uh, they just want to hunt mutants and just kill them on the spot. Well, like not, that. That, not that, but I think because of the fact that they're robots and, and you they're don't see giant. robots Yeah, and you don't see robots in comic book movies, that would be pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, there was one set. Remember when they did in X3 at the beginning when yep. they were in the danger room doing the trading and they did the uh, cannonball throw and Colossus sent him out there and just the sentinel head comes flying back? Dude, don't bring that up. That was a tease. Teases don't count. I want to see, like, the whole shebang, like, full body sentinel. You watch now. The Avengers set a, a bar for these new <laughs> movies. So when stuff does go down, you know, that whole end battle in New York with the aliens. That's yeah. set a new standard, so I think X-Men's going to try. But who knows, because Brian Singer also is one for the more undertone stuff, you know? They're so yeah. story-driven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. All, all those characters, that their personalities become part of the task. Yeah. And then, don't forget, he set the tone, well, he set the standards of balancing a whole bunch of characters in one movie, because sometimes that never works. I know. And, and then, this the Robert team. Jr. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it, but it, it, it's funny that you mention that because, like, Robert Downey Jr. is the Marvel Studios Avengers equivalent to Hugh Jackman, who stole the show in the X Men movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, anybody, anybody who played that role, like, nothing against Hugh Jackman, he's great and everything, but anybody who played that role would have gotten to steal the show because a, it was kind of based around Wolverine because he is the fan favorite. And yeah. that's all anybody wanted. Like, it was great we got an X-Men movie, but you know deep down in our hearts, everybody was like, we get to see Wolverine! And, and that's true. <laughs> yeah, and again, Cyclops could have stolen the show, too, if they would have at least written him right. Because, like, it, it's not really fair that Cyclops was, like, put in the shadow. He's the team leader, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he's being written right now better than he ever has. I'm hoping James Marsden comes back. Oh, uh, they haven't so talked they about it. justice. You know, there's a few they haven't called. I mean, if they follow the Days of Future past, it's not too necessary. But, you know, what they really needed was Wolverine and Kitty Pride if they're going to do that. Yeah, I mean, at right. least bring some familiarity to the – at least some, like, plausibility to the source material back. It doesn't have to be 100%, but, like, some basic things like characters who were, like, a huge part of the storyline. Like, if they bring Ellen Page and 
Hugh Jackman back, that would be awesome. But they're trying to figure out if they could bring back everyone from all three of the movies and i don't know how that's going to work out but we'll i don't see. think it's they're going to go that way because they just i heard just today actually that uh what's her name january jones has not been approached in any way for emma frost so uh if they are going to have emma frost it might not be her but so far she says she hasn't been contacted by anybody so and not only that um the guy who played um Nightcrawler's father, Azazel, he hasn't been approaching. Neither has the two guys that play Havoc and um, uh, and Banshee. They haven't been approached. So it's still in early production mode. So, you know, you never know what's going to happen. You know, we may receive some news soon because um, Jennifer Lawrence just finished The Hunger Games, too. So once I was that- so disappointed that they didn't put Nightcrawler in Part 3, the fact that yeah. he didn't come back. Yeah. That, you know why? Oh, I got an answer for that. Um. It was actually Alan Cummings' decision not to come back because he didn't want to go through the makeup process. <laughs> yeah. He's a sissy. So. He's a sissy Scotsman, that one, I tell you. <laughs> I'm going to let you lead, Jay, on, on the next topic. Uh, what topic do you like to discuss so far for the night? Who, me? Yes, you. <laughs> My co-host, ain't you? When you're talking superheroes, there's only one name that needs to be discussed. Oh, Superman. No. Oh, come on, boy. (laughs) Oh, that just breaks my heart. There's no way I'm going to talk about superheroes and not talk about the Batman. Come on now. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? If we're going to talk about Superman and Batman, then you're going to talk about Wonder Woman because I'm here. You got me? I got gotcha, you. Gotcha. Do you guys uh, hear about the um, Wonder Woman television show that's for um, in development? For <laughs> yeah, I should. On the CW, yeah, another superhero show from DC on the CW should be great. Well, you knew if Arrow was half the success that it was, something more was going to come. Yeah. yeah, but you know it's got a lot of mixed reviews. Smallville was their apex. They'll never. Do that. Yeah, but that was like teenager shit. I'm talking about like. Yeah. Everything for the family, not, not like Smallville is called, it's sort of like Twilight for Super, Superman. <laughs> yeah, yes, it yeah. was. Yes, it yeah, was. I don't know if everybody enjoyed it. I mean, it's <laughs> going to be like a cult classic beyond relief, but you know, as far as like and my enjoyment, I need something that's like for all ages, you know? I'm, I'm too right. wrong for that teenage. Who's your favorite superhero, Phoenix? Me? Oh, yeah. God, I don't, I don't know if I discussed this, but um, Jean Grey, the Phoenix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's my pen name, by the way. Um, I, my pen name is Phoenix. Um, yeah, yeah. My secret identity has been kept <laughs> secret for months now. Well, the, well, uh, Phoenix. Oh. <laughs> because my favorite superhero, who yeah. is um, the, one of the, my most... Um, I, I hate the fact that she dies a lot. Which She's back, though, <laughs> as her and crazy. Yeah, but isn't she still um, a part of the, uh, the the White Phoenix 
Uh, no, listen, this is what's happened is the uh, Beast went back and he got the original, he went back to the 60s and he got, or whatever, and he got the original X-Men team. And he brought them back into the future to, you know, fix all this shit that Scott's all fucked up. So the original <laughs> Jean Grey, who hasn't even experienced the Phoenix yet, is back and pre-Phoenix Jean Grey. Wow, that is so confusing. Yeah, they're they're going nuts with the X thing. I mean, I honestly, I dropped a couple X titles because I just can't figure it all out at this point. It's just by you explaining that to me, I can't really figure out how this. Works <laughs> it's out. too much work. That's the that's the thing Marvel did is they just put things out in a weird order that doesn't make sense because there's some books that have started over while those characters are still their old selves and other books that are still going on. <laughs> yeah. What's so about them like lobotomizing Cyclops. What the hell is that about? <laughs> I don't think that happened. I, think, I saw should. a preview. I actually have the comments. It's from the um, Avengers versus X-Men. And they like lobotomized him where I think where his um, I swear to you, I kid you not. They, it was like he was being lobotomized. And it was like, <laughs> like a little hook to stick. <laughs> something like that. And it was like maybe his um you know optic blast instead of it shooting out of his eyes it probably shoot out of his head or something I don't know. <laughs> I know they had him in that helmet for a while that kept him from using his powers for a bit. What but... the hell was that? That's the man in the <laughs> like, iron mask. Yeah. Losing, I'm really losing my focus on all these X titles because it seemed like they haven't became interesting lately and I'm very I'm getting very very disappointed in Marvel they really need to take it back to the 90s where shit was real well people are liking some of the new stuff I've heard people really liked uh, the Incredible Hulk and what it's doing uh, Thunderbolts yeah. people are really well, that's into the, Thunderbolts that's the Hulk but not you know, X-Men X-Men has been getting a lot of slack yeah X-Men I've pretty much dropped every X-Men title except uh the Wolverine solo title at this point, I think, actually. Or no, Wolverine and the X-Men. Wolverine and the X-Men, about him at the school. I'm still getting that one because that's a great book. That's a fun book. And not only that, that's, been, that's actually like the one title out of all of them that's like, well, at least one of them that's very consistent. Yes, it is, yeah. It doesn't really add these bizarre changes to the plot line and character development. And, and it's fun because they're all new mutants. We're getting to meet all these new mutants, you know, who are all of a sudden coming back around again, you know? Yeah, and didn't Angel come back? Um, Angel did come back. Angel, oh, I can't remember how it happened, but he's all like... He was nor... Oh, no, Angel came back because the original X-Men, like I was saying, came back. Right. And Jean Grey, and I think he's having issues because he came back and found out that he became Archangel and stuff. Oh, and oh. he's like an apocalypse and stuff, and he's like, oh shit, I fuck shit up. Like that's not. Oh good. no. So oh that's part, yeah. That's got to be bizarre. How can you turn back like without apocalypse? I mean, I'm maybe this is basic for me, but if it wasn't for apocalypse, he would have never turned into Archangel. That was like only for like a short period of time. I mean, was it not? Yeah, but he, you know, while he was, you know, he's been back and forth a few times, I think. Yeah, but uh, he messed just. Uh, but that's just what's cool. That's why I might read that one title where the, the all new X Men because I'd like to see where that goes. You know, them having to deal with their future selves did, and is that going to change? Are they going to do things to change the timeline that's already occurred in the comics? Right. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, if they ever decide to do that, like, time travel, timeline change thing, because I'm, you know what, when I'm, I read Fantastic Four sometimes, and that's also one of my favorite superhero teams, and they are more known for the timeline thing more than all the other superhero characters, and, and that's because Reed Richards, he knows more about quantum physics, quantum physics than any other characters, so. Well, they got that, more kids now, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's not just Franklin. I think they gave another kid too. Who's like almost as smart as Reed or something ridiculous. Wow! wow. Yeah, oh, wow. I didn't hear that. And me either. Something happened. I think they got two kids now. It might no. You know what it is? It's a girl. They had the boy Frankie, and they oh had, they have um Valeria who is um right. And apparently, yeah. I think she's like almost this like Reed smart. You know? Wow! Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I know that Franklin is. Badass, and they're trying to keep his powers under control because, like, able to like. Sorry, guys, I pushed my bowl too far. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have Mr. Buzz out right now. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. Mr. <laughs> yeah, you don't feel like that after you take that puff off of that thing. Oh, that's because I'm already <laughs> But yes, we can't bring Batman up and not talk. Yeah, that's what I was going to say earlier there before is Batman is great because he's so many he's like the world's favorite superhero and he's not a superhero. Not at all. He's just a psycho in a bat with a suit. bunch of friggin' money. Yeah, psycho oh, with money. You know what? what I could do. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you know my friend Maria, she has this huge crush on Bruce Wayne. And I said, how Me can you too. have a crush? Oh. <laughs> you have a man crush on him right now. That one's wallet and his gadgets. <laughs> it ain't the money, is it, Mr. Gold Digger? Hell no, I can't afford the gadgets without the money. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, you know what? It, it, you know what? It, it, it's a good thing she probably has a good crush on him because I would love to have a ride in a Batmobile. That was that sounds like a, a, a lot of fun. That one's gonna cost four point six million if you do. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> he afford, but he can afford the gas, you know? <laughs> the car only does 38 miles an hour nice. because yeah. of all the, all the additions to the car. But then again, you know, the Batmobile is pretty fast. I wonder if he burns gas pretty quickly by riding that thing. I don't think it, I don't think it runs on gas. I think it runs on the blood of criminals. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're trying Which to be difficult for him to come back like to hurt them. <laughs> Oh, please stop before I beat you up. <laughs> Did you guys, uh, any of you guys see the picture? Uh, Maria's got to see this then, where they took all the guys who played Batman and morphed them into, like, a real picture Batman. Yeah. No. Yeah, wow. so it, it's like, and it's crazy because you think, that might look weird, and then you see it, and you're like, holy shit, that's fucking Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kilmer. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty neat how they morphed them all. To, like the They took the best features of each Batman, and put them into this Bruce Wayne picture. It looks real. It looks cool. Wow. Yeah. Where's that at? I don't know. Somewhere online. It was around. <laughs> In the interwebs. You know. Yeah, it was. If you Google like Batman, let me guess. I don't know. Batman mix picture. Somewhere. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Or the oh, real Bruce way, Wayne. Um, I'd try the real Bruce Wayne. I think that's what I saw it under. By the way, you guys um, I, you guys got to check out um, my friend's Facebook page. She has these amazing Batman drawings, by the way. And she also drew some um, Poison Ivy pics. You guys I saw those. Those were good. I saw the yeah, pics she had up there. Yeah, that was pretty good. 
she um, also created a lot of um, Batman scarves. She created a Joker hat, which um, I think she posted on Instagram, uh, just in case you guys don't mind checking out her Instagram. I actually got her Instagram name because, like, I'm not always on Instagram a lot. But anyway, I'll probably update you guys on a future show. But, um, yeah, she's a very talented artist. And uh, speaking of Batman, um, <clears throat> they are coming out with a sequel. Well, a reboot of Batman in 2017. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. <laughs> How you feel about that, um, Jay? Well, I think what's going to happen is um, they're doing an opposite to Marvel styles with the Justice League. So yeah. Henry Cavill has all been but confirmed that he's going to be Superman in Justice League. Oh, really? really? Yeah, it's it's all it's not a hundred percent, but it's okay, so obvious. Okay. The only reason they don't want to say for sure is for the outside chance that Man of Steel bombs. <laughs> right. Well, it's certainly right. Um, yeah, so pretty much it's going to be him, and uh, it's not going to be Ryan Reynolds. But whichever person, God. whoever plays Batman in the movie, will probably be Batman after for the re- reboot. So rather than like build all these like have all these solo movies and then do the Avengers, they're gonna go opposite. They're gonna do Justice League and then do the individual movies. Sweet. They've decided to do that because of the bomb that was fucking Green Lantern. I know. I was, <laughs> I, like, I, I was so disappointed because I l- love Green Lantern comics. Good story though. I mean, Jeff Johns even helped write it. But just why the hell would you put Ryan Reynolds there? I know. Oh. I was I was heartbroken. I was like, oh. Yeah. And really, those effects were horrible. He is the go-to guy for superheroes. He's like the equivalent of how Chris Evans is the go-to guy for any superhero. I think it's because it's so long they can apply all that stuff to him. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe like, he was like the size of a man. He wouldn't be like that. <laughs> you know, he also, when he played Hannibal King in uh, Blade Three, and that was an actual comic character. Yep. Yeah, he so Deadpool. Just in case if you guys have read um, the Dracula comics... Um, he was actually a um, detective who worked alongside Blade in the comics. Yeah. And I think oh. he became a vampire himself in some due time. Yeah, they yeah. said that in Blade 3. Maybe he got turned one into one, but then he got turned back some fucking out. I don't know if that's true to the comics because I haven't read Blade in years. Yeah, me neither, so I'm I not sure. Yeah, but Ryan Reynolds can't fit every superhero, and I wish... He's the perfect Deadpool, though. Yeah, yeah the absolute. Pr- I hope they bring him back and do a Deadpool movie with him because he's the yeah. perfect Wade Wilson, for sure. Yeah. So, yep. um, like, <laughs> do how do you guys like? I know he it's already set in stone that Chris Evans is playing Captain America, but how do you truly feel about him playing the character? Because it's written well, but like as far he as he won the- me over. Yeah, I didn't. I thought it was the craziest thing I'd ever fucking heard when I first heard it. I have never heard crazier ass casting news in my entire life than when well, I, I heard Chris Evans my mind, but I was like, well I didn't lose my mind I was just like uh, well he's fresh off of the human torch it's kind of too early to kind of like put him in another no just beyond that I was like no 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 <laughs> that can't happen it's going to be horrible it's going to be a bomb it'll never work and I eat my words because he fucking pulled it off well that's because yes, it was did. written well I mean when you think about it Fantastic Four was not really written well and if you put a guy... He in, was good in that, too, though, was he not? He was a perfect Johnny Storm. Yeah, but the movie itself was Yeah, shit. he was. Yeah, movie was shit. The re- the other casting wasn't good, but he was a good Johnny Storm. Well, yeah. yeah, I yeah. Liked perfect, but I was a bit turned off by, like, you know, like, the character itself is true, but, like, 
let, let's be honest here. The dialogue, the way it was written for him was That was horrible. Horrible. Well, it, was, it wasn't written by a fan or someone who grew up with him either. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I wish nowadays will actually occur with these studios is if they do their research and find somebody who actually knows the source material so they can be a good consultant like Josh Whedon is. Because I think they did an excellent... Marvel Studios did an excellent job having Josh Whedon as a consultant because Josh Whedon actually knows the source material from the back of his own ass. So it's pretty amazing that he did such a good job with the Avengers. <coughs> not the shield. That's so why that, uh, what was what. That's why what was called was so. Iron Man was originally so good because Favreau was a fan, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what made him fuck up um, part two? Was it Jet? Um, was it that he hired um, um what's his name? Um, he um. Wrote Did he fuck it up? Part. I didn't think it was so bad. Well, I'm not saying it was shit, but um, <laughs> it, was, it was a little bit disappointing. And, I enjoyed the second one. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I mean, it could have been better. Well, they can always be better. <laughs> you can't go wrong with electric whips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, love I'm... that they brought in uh, War Machine. I thought that was great. I know. Yeah. I, All love, the... I love War Machine. I love but, um, no, what I'm specifically speaking, I'm talking about the villain, because the villains make the movie in a way. The villains is what makes the conflict a lot more cooler for the superhero, because it, it leads to the fighting. At the at the climax to be totally awesome and you're right. You know, it's really that, hard to pull off a good villain. Doctor Doom was fucking pathetic. <laughs> and that yeah. leads to me for everybody to at least do your research and write the, these villains off pretty better. Even if they the corniest ones you ever read in the comics, you can actually pull it off because Whiplash wasn't that interesting to me. No, not really. I mean, I thought he was cool. Action-y. Yeah, it was very action-y for sure. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's what they're looking for, shiny, glowing, glamoury glitz. In the comics, he's not really that interesting to me. So at least they pulled it off, and, you know, it was actually shocking that they pulled it off in a way. But he didn't have enough time. I want my bird. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you think they've actually, like, okay, let's name some, like, like decent villains, like, besides the obvious Jokers. Bane. Bane was excellent. Yeah. I loved it. I, uh, Dr. Octopus, Spider-Man 2, the only thing I liked out of any of those three movies was he was an there amazing you. Dr. Octopus. Oh, yeah. How about yeah, Killer Croc? I like this an anonymous vote. That's an unanimous vote that he was actually the best Dr. Octopus. Um, shout out to um, Alfred Molina. He is probably the best actor that I've seen on screen. I think he was the best choice for Dr. Octopus. Yeah, he was oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And uh, who else? Uh... After Willem Dafoe screwing up the Green Goblin like that. Oh, you're the yeah. first person actually tells me that because, um, well, yeah, he was a bit over the top. but You, you put know, him in that, a mask. That, that is. That's so <laughs> stupid. Why'd you put a mask on him? It's the Green Goblin. You don't put a stupid mask on him. It's, oh. Uh... A Walmart that is mask. the Green Goblin, dude. He had a mask on. Green Goblin's face was, uh. Green Goblin. It was Green Goblin, you know. <laughs> but as a matter of fact, dude, man, you know, he 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 wore a mask in later con- in, um in late comics. He was, that's the Hobgoblin. That's no, not the Hobgoblin. It was the Green Goblin. He wore no, a Green mask. Goblin did like, wear like a mask for a while, but it was just like a green pull-off cloth of your face mask. It wasn't like I'm saying they shouldn't have put him in this big dumb visor helmet thing you know what i mean like yeah put them oh, in a... yeah but you know they had to kind of make shit like a little new millennium 
type. You know what I mean? Shiny and new. Spandex is so out of the question. You can't really put everybody in the spandex except Spider-Man, of course. Like, I'm sorry to say <laughs> this, Phoenix. This is going to hurt your feelings, and I don't mean to do this. Oh, shit. As much as I love him as an actor, he was an amazing actor, and he did some really special stuff, but I was not happy with Michael Clark Duncan as the kingpin. No. He was not mean enough. He was not condescending enough. He was not like... The kingpin is... He's got more... It's Harshness. Like, more, uh, he's more uh, like uh, high society kind of thing. Let I don't me know. tell you something. I don't know like the word I'm thinking of. It, it, I'm glad he's Yeah, he's too nice. Michael Clark Duncan, he was just too nice. I don't. He can't pull totally. off mean enough, you know? Well, I'm glad you told the truth on that because, um, but then again, that was the only actor they was able to approach because it seemed like at the time they couldn't really find anybody that fit as far as physical features is concerned. They couldn't actually Well, he didn't fit him either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, I mean, And I'm not talking true. about the color of his skin. I'm talking about the kingpin is a massive, enormous... Whoa. Fat yeah, slob of a man. Real, man. You actually cannot find anybody that can gain that much weight. Well, you oh, know, there's tons of them. Suit. They need to be in a Walmart. You might as well kill them. <laughs> <laughs> find a guy that can act <laughs> in a Walmart. Hey, you. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the I've got ding-dongs. Get out of that scooter. <laughs> yeah, Come I give us a hand. The they put in. They, they, I appreciate the effort that they put into this, though. I, I, I mean, I have to give it a, at least a, a B plus because it was the effort. They, I mean, it was the best they can do, and I and I actually appreciated the effort that they put in. Well, I'm excited about a reboot because they're going to work on a Daredevil yeah. reboot. So, well, Marvel Hopefully Studios it own it, so it should be interesting. Affleck or any of those guys. <laughs> well, no, Dev, I mean, um, he did said he will return for a superhero title, just not that one. So, well, you know how they should have done the Kingpin? They should have done him like they did the Blob in Wolverine Origins. No, no, yeah. no, they they should not have. No, because the guy who played the Blob. Oh no! Don't 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 even reference that. I don't mean him. I just mean the way you know how they put him in a fat suit and like made it like look real and like fit his face and stuff. You know what I mean? Well, the, the fat suit to me looked it obvious. It wasn't really like. Well, yeah. What humans are actually that size, right? <laughs> like I said, it's Walmart by me. Well, no, I mean, but the blob. I'm I'm so used to things looking accurate. Like the blob is actually huge in height and both weight and. I don't know. It's probably hard to find somebody that would actually fit there unless you CGI him or something. Yeah, and Wolverine's also supposed to be four foot nine, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, everybody, you know, come on. It, it, you know, 13 years from now, we already accept the fact that Hugh Jackman is six foot tall. He, we, he can't help that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, you know what? I think it's been great, and he was wonderful, and he's done a lot over the decade and a bit with the character, but I really, really would like to see someone else get a shot at it. Yeah, but, you know, I guess, like, that's the only guy that's, you know, I don't know. No, people just keep going with him because they go with him, and he owns the role now, and he's like Sean Connery and James Bond, Wolverine is is Hugh Jackman, but I think someone needs to get some balls and be like, you know what, let's try something else. But by you mentioning Sean Connery, they actually switch the the actor to play. Oh, actually, yeah. Bond, so yeah. they may I actually do that in the future. Because Hugh Jackman is getting old. How many Supermans have we had? How many Batmans have we had? Let's try another Wolverine. <laughs> Just keep away from the Aquaman shit. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that crap. Hey, I don't know. If they made a couple movies or TV show about it the way that... Uh... Uh, they did uh, 
in the beginning of the new 52 and the first like 10 issues of Aquaman. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys read that stuff. I've seen it on my digital comic oh, app. Wow, they played up on the fact of how he's like the lame superhero. <laughs> and they made it like badass though. They made him like so badass and all with jokes and he some tuna. Yeah, he well no, they'd make like a joke and then he'd like do something absolutely insane and like, you know, there was these things that uh there's this one great scene when all these people are like there's there's all these creatures attacking from like over the ocean like they're flying in and everybody's like oh what are we gonna do get the justice league or get somebody and they're like well aquaman's here and they're like yeah well whatever he what's he gonna do right (laughs) and he's got no what's he gonna do you know talk to the fish or something and uh he holds up his trident and like 50 great white sharks like a herd of great white sharks (laughs) comes launching up out of the fucking ocean and just takes all these things down with them and i was just like okay that's sick that's badass. That's sick. I, I, what yeah, happens I, if something happens in Minnesota? <laughs> oh, shit. They ain't ocean. <laughs> My trident is dry. Yeah. Oh, I don't know anything yeah. about him, so kind of school that, me yeah. on him. Yeah, but uh, that, was, that, was a, that was a good comic. I read that comic because all those all those sharks came out like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it was an awesomely written page. It's a big splash page. It's like what, like a two-page spread, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's no, there's just monster sharks coming up, taking the aliens down. You're like, okay, maybe Aquaman's a little badass. <laughs> so did you guys mention that, uh, you know, um, there's a rumor going around that uh, according to um, Latino, La, um, Latino News, I think like that, uh, whatever. Uh, anyway, um, they said that uh, Aquaman is supposed to be a part of the Justice League movie. Um, oh, he will for sure. Oh, absolutely. Sure. You can't have Justice League without Aquaman. Aquaman. No, you of course. Can't. You can't. You can't. I mean, some people, they it's even hard. Like, there's other toss-ups you could probably go with or without Hawkman. You yeah. know, with or without Martian Manhunter. But you can't go yeah, without Aquaman. Hawkman. Yeah, out. Hawkman. Um, I, I can take the Justice League without Hawkman. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, but you can't have a Justice League without an Aquaman. It just doesn't make sense. I know they did it, and they did it for a bunch, but he's just too part of it for me. For me, if you don't have Aquaman, you don't have a Justice League. Yeah, in the 80s with those cartoons, I grew up on that. Superpowers and Super Friends and stuff? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Superpowers team, yeah. Yeah, I had that whole... Here's the thing. If they do make the Justice League movie, it can't be a Super Friend-like movie. No, Batman's got to be a dick. Yeah, exactly, because he doesn't want to actually, he doesn't really want to be a part of the team, even though he wants to help. They should use the Batman model from, uh, what's that one, Doom, the DC movie. Yeah, yeah I still yeah. yeah. you think that Batman is going to be like the Tony Stark of the team? like No, absolutely, but he's got the, the swagger to be. Well, he'd be like the, he'd be like the backer in that way, but he's, he's too like... I don't think Bruce Wayne would be too involved with the Justice League. Any involvement he had with the Justice League, he would be he would do it as Batman, right? So you yeah, know it's going to be yeah. stern and proper and just like those movies, you know. The Justice League's under attack by who? Me. Yeah. <laughs> you but know? that's because in the early days, Bruce Wayne always wanted to work alone before he decided the whole psychic thing. He always wanted to work alone. This is on the basis of superheroes. I would like to know um, your opinion. On uh, whether or not the Justice League really has a cha- really has a shot to compete with the Avengers too. Oh now, shit! I'm- yeah. Yeah. Oh, which one? That's right? a lot of DC people. Oh, that'll there. take it out. 
Okay, I know there's been a lot of hype because of all the popularity and success that Marvel has had with the Avengers and all the Marvel movies, and it's been the decade of Marvel. <clears throat> other than the bat, other than the Dark Knight movies, it's been the big thing, and you know they own movies, blah blah blah. But if they fucking pull off the Justice League, it will be the single biggest comic book movie of all time. Period. It has to be. It has to be. Absolutely. If they pull it off, you have no idea. This is the. There's nothing that fanboys want to see more, other than more Star Wars, is a Justice League movie. You can't talk no, that. You're right. Yeah, the DC Marvel beef thing. You know, I don't like to be the um, instigator. That shit actually annoys the hell out of me. But 2015 is going to be an all-out fanboy riot. These yeah. two movies <laughs> are expected to be huge. And Marvel fanboys, they're already talking about this going to be a failure because, like, Warner Brothers are always fucking up with the DC titles and and everybody's on Marvel Studios' side, but I'm actually rooting for the underdog. I actually think DC can make this happen. It's all about Zack Snyder. You know, he made yeah, Watchmen he... work. He's going to make Man of Steel work. He's my knight in shining armor. I have so much faith in that guy. It's disgusting. But you know what? It, the reason why Man of Steel can actually work for Zack Snyder is because of Christopher Nolan having some creative input. But he had very little, and he's been taking a lot of the credit, and when he's in the interviews, you hear him a lot lately. He says, look, yeah, I produced it, and I was there a bit and kind of helped here and there, but this is Zack's vision, Zack's goal, Zack's plan. This is all Zack Snyder. Well, of course, it's going to always the trailers be alone project. It's yeah, gonna oh, the trailers made project. me giddy. But, you know, oh, indeed. Oh. You know, it, it's going to always be Zach's project. But then again, you know, Christopher Nolan is a trusted name. He may have a bit of some, like, insight into it on, like, cinematography-wise. Like, Yeah, but he's also now the guy that fucked up his own trilogy in a lot of people's minds. Not really. You know, because people are not like fans of Dark Knight Rises. The Dark Knight Rises, as much as it was a box office success is not a fanboy critical success. It pisses a lot of people off that Batman took eight years off, that Batman had no detective skills. The the amount of plot holes in that movie is astounding. But dude, you're talking about... Okay, he didn't have detective skills in the first and the second movie. A lot of people even bitched in the second movie that he didn't have enough screen time. So it's like there's no win-win when any of the movies. A lot of people complained about The Dark Knight. Now everybody had their expectations up because the movie made so much money that they was expecting this movie. Yeah, but you don't hear complaints about The Dark Knight like you do The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, yes, I do. Just not not as heavy. Batman As, Begins, to me, is Christopher Nolan's brilliance. It was I like the fact that he didn't have... I think the budget hurt him. Because when he makes his smaller movies with a bit less of a budget, they seem exactly. better. They seem to turn out better. Memento, memento brilliant. You know what I mean? Like, oh, indeed. Yeah. But I think he just went... He got to Dark Knight, right, or Dark Knight, and he shouldn't have went much further beyond than that. I think with The Dark Knight Rises, he just he tried to do too much. He tried to be too <laughs> epic in scope, you know? Yeah. He put so many comic spots into one movie. Yeah, exactly. I, I have to say, actually, as a um, person who actually loved the movie, um, there the only thing I did have an issue with was the character bloat. But other than that, it the, the, I think the point that Christopher Nolan was trying to do was just end the trilogy. 
that's it. He wasn't trying to outbeat the second movie, which everybody was so busy getting their expectations up on, was hoping that this movie would outbeat The Dark Knight, which I don't think that was... Well, I can't really speak for him, but I don't think that was his um, idea anyway. My impression was he was just trying to end it on a good note. That's it. Okay, I have to be an absolute bummer now, but uh, we have almost reached our hour point. <clears throat> All right, so... Uh, um, next- Man, it flies by when you're having fun, eh? <laughs> yes, it does. Right, so um, by us reaching our um, hour now, because uh, he's the editor, so he knows exactly what's going to happen. Um, let's just give out. We can't end the show without giving some shout-outs. So, um, yeah, Lex, yeah. I'm going to start with you. Do you have any shout-outs you'd like to give out? Uh, you know what? I have a couple shout-outs I'd like to give out. Of course, uh, you are listening to this production, which is being presented by An Elegant Weapon. Uh, that's me and my buddy Potato Waste's podcast. Stan, we're going to have you drop by for a chat real soon. Excellent, man. I'm ready for it. Yeah, shit yeah. And uh, we're going to be at March Comic Con. Fan Expo presents March Comic Con in, uh, one more time, March <laughs> at the Toronto, at the <laughs> Metro Toronto Convention Center. Elegant Weapon will be there. We'll have a booth. We'll be there to say hello. So if anybody listening in the TDOT is around or in the GTA area, please Come to Fan Expo in March and come by and say hello. All right, good. Um, Now, Lex, you're supposed to have a shout-out, right? Do you have anything you'd like to say? Uh, Yes. uh, Well, me, uh, I'd like to shout-out to to my friends in Midland. who who I'm I'm in this group called Deleted Sanity. We go to different cons, dress up as our favorite uh, comic book characters. Oh, uh, awesome. Oh, so you're all about cosplay and shit. Dig it. Wicked, dude. Wicked. Yeah, because All this right. year, because this year at a at Anime Fest in Dallas in in August, I'll be we'll be cosplaying as as the X Men. No, really. All right, sweet. All right. And yeah, make sure you get some pics around, man. We need to see I, that. I am because they want me to be Bishop this year. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very cool. That's I a good score, man. Big so I can have it on media junk food. I want everybody to see this. Nice. All right, I will. All right, now, um, on to you, Mr. Stan Kanoka. You got any shout-outs you'd like to have, my friend? <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'd like to tell you to check me out on Twitter, at Nemesis underscore Studios, and uh, got a little bit of good news today from an artist I've been dealing with, and we may have some things to go over, so I'm pretty excited. All and, right. And, uh, you know, cool. shout-out to my wife, Tracy, at Avonalicious Hi, on Twitter. Tracy. And, uh just uh, I'm going for to having take her again. tip today. I'm going to I'm going to have a shower soon. I'm going to take her tip to try conditioning my beard for softer facial niceness. <laughs> oh, it works, man. I'm I'm, I'm looking uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking Oh yeah, for some of you who have not the checked beard. out the latest pictures of um Jay, he uh has indeed decided to grow shag on his face. So. Well, see, <laughs> I I I I usually I'm in sales in the summertime and stuff, but then for a couple months in the winter, I've got to go out in the field and do some stuff Absolutely. and I just because I normally you know in sales you got to stay trimmed and cut and proper and looking nice so I have like two three months out of the winter where I can actually just fucking let it go and grow a fucking nice Obi-Wan beard and enjoy it you oh, know yeah. oh yeah <laughs> right. I'm sporting one right now hell yeah brother you got to keep that face oh, warm and manly <laughs> <laughs> all right now um, I got a little announcement to make um um, I'm going to try to see if I could get um, an all-girl roundtable to the show. I'm kind of want to scare Jason. Um, don't get intimidated by this, but yeah, I want to try to see if I could get Sparkle Girl, get Sparkle Girl, and my girl Ariel, 
Alphabet, at Ariel Alphabet on Twitter. Her name is actually Ari Carr. She is an amazing blogger. And she also writes a lot of comic book reviews. I'm going to see if I can try to get her on the show for our next segment. That'd be awesome. Yeah, so it'd be an all-girl riot. I think that's a great idea. I'll even, I'll I'll just hit record and stay out of it if you want. We'll let it go. (laughs) All right, and um, we can also see if we could get your, um, get the wifey Tracy Kanoka back on the show too. Oh, absolutely. She's ready to go. I can't quit showing out my girl Tracy. So yeah, (laughs) um, that be um the show for tonight and i would like to thank my boy jay jay and i would like to thank my guest lex noyle and my boy stan kanoka for being on the show yeah thanks a lot for coming by guys it was really good to meet you hey no no problem thanks a lot man well i hope i i get get invited to, to your next show in the future Absolutely. Oh, no doubt, man. I have you on. I'll have you bookmark for the next show. You've been an amazing guest, and you have not been as bad as you thought you were. I hate <laughs> to say that. Oh, and don't you, uh, all you people out there, don't forget to call to uh, follow on Twitter at the underscore nerdette media junk food. Do it. Right. And Do it please. Now. Please support the Junk Food Podcast Network on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash Junk Food Podcast Network. As we also have a Twitter page um, at the Junk Food Podcast, without the S, please. Um, some of you have typed it in wrong, including myself. Yeah, so get it right, people. Out. Come on now. Yes, <laughs> and support us, you guys. We got some amazing podcasters. And uh, just as a little yes, tease, indeed. I don't want to say too much, but uh, yeah. we do have a few possible new shows in the works coming to you. So we'll All keep right. you updated on that. Nice. All right, that'd be awesome. Can't wait to hear the news. Um, we definitely, on the Junk Food Podcast Twitter page, we keep you updated on that. So please follow us on twitter and check it out it'll be pretty awesome if you guys do support our team we are working really hard to satisfy the nerds of podcasts so um i would like to say thank you all for tuning in for tonight and uh fellas thank you for um chatting with me it's been amazing you're welcome all right thank you very much all right right. take it easy easy guy Peace. peace Keep busting.